What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I'm your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And today, I got a great episode for you guys. This is going to be a ton of fun. I got my boy Finn on the pod again. Say what's up, Finn. What is going on? This is going to be a fun one. We're both excited. Uh, We got a couple things to share with you guys that we are just super pumped to put out there and discuss and debate. Um, So we're going to hop right into it. We're going to be quick with it. Um, The couple things that we want to cover today, we each came with our award predictions for the NFL season because that was right around the corner. Um, We're getting super pumped for that. And then we both came with our top 10 quarterback wide receiver wide receiver duos in the league. So this is going to be a ton of fun. I can't wait to hop into it. Um, and we're going to start with the award predictions. Um, are you ready? You ready to do this? Of course I am. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Um, all right. I say we can, we can start with the coach of the year. Um, we'll kind of make our way from the significant to the most, the best ones. Um, so let's hear who's your coach of the year. And if you have any like honorable mentions or runner ups, you could say those too. So for coach of the year, I have Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach. Um, they're going to have the number one offense. They're going to have the number one defense. I think that's really all I need to say. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, he's one of my honorable mentions, but my coach of the year for this season is Josh McDaniels, uh, from the Raiders, because I do think I'm very high on the Raiders this year, as a lot of people know. And I think the surprise factor, because not a lot of people are expecting the Raiders to be as good as I am, but if they end up being this good, it's going to surprise a lot of people. And I think it's going to rightfully go to Josh McDaniels because he'll deserve it. But I also wanted to give a shout out to my boy, Kyle Shanahan. Um, I have a, I have a love hate relationship with that guy, but um, I think this year he could definitely be up there for it. Um, if Trey Lance plays really well and, you know, we can finally see Kyle Shanahan's playbook and his style kind of to its full potential with a quarterback that can do a lot of different things, unlike Garoppolo. So honorable mention Shanahan as well, but I got Josh McDaniels. Um, Anything else to add for that? It's not the biggest awards. We can kind of go quick over it. <laughs> no, not really. It's just who has a good team. Yep, that's true. All right. Let's go to uh, defensive rookies. We'll go to the rookies, and we'll start with the defensive rookies. Who do you got? Uh, right now, I have Kyle Hamilton on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, in my opinion, he's a generational talent. He can stop the run. He has really good play recognition, and he has underrated speed. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Um, there was a lot of guys to choose from in these, in these rookie classes. Um. And I was a little conflicted, but I'm going with Sauce. I got some Ahmad Gardner from the New York Jets. Um, I think he's going to have a great year. I liked him coming out of college. Um, I like what I've seen, and I think he's going to have a super, super good year with the Jets rookie. Um, And I think he could get that. But also Trayvon Walker definitely could do something as well. Um, And But that's, that's pretty much all I have for that. Those two guys. Um, all right. Offensive rookies. Who do you got? There's a lot to choose from on the mm-hmm. offensive side. You could go Kenny Pickett. You could go with any of the wide receivers that were drafted. Me personally, I picked Sky Moore from the Chiefs. He's got Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball, so that's 
it's probably going to help him a lot. He's mm-hmm. also, from all the tape that I've seen, that I've watched from his college and the training camp, he's a really good route runner. He can create a lot of separation, and I think that's really going to help him in the league. Good pick. Sky Moore is actually my honorable mention, my number two. Um, biggest reason is just because he's got Patty Mahomes throwing him the ball. <laughs> that's going to be huge for his career or for his season, at least. But my offensive rookie of the year, I got Christian Watson. Um, and for a big reason, just like Sky Moore, is because Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a whole lot of great weapons right now on on his offensive side to help him out. And I think if anybody can turn Christian Watson into a beast, because he's a, he's a physical beast, but if anyone could turn him into a really well-producing uh, wide receiver, it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I think we're going to see that, especially I think we could see Christian Watson just totally turn into his number one option by the end of the year and just absolutely kill it. So I'm going to go with Christian Watson, offensive rookie of the year from Green Bay. Um, I was hoping that the Niners would go after him in the draft. I know we didn't really need it, but I thought it'd be kind of cool because him and Trey Lance have that connection from college. But it's okay. He's gonna. I think he's going to do really well in uh, Green Bay. <clears throat> All right. Defensive player of the year. These are like the bigger awards. Now we probably got a little bit more to talk about. Defensive player of the year. Let's hear it. Your defensive player of the year. I got the back-to-back. I think mm-hmm. he's going back-to-back. TJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Steelers are a really blitz-heavy defense, and their defense is kind of schemed around him. Uh, he didn't even play the full season last year, and he tied the sack record. And also, the Steelers played the hardest schedule last year, and he tied the sack record. TJ Watt's a beast. You can talk about double-team rates. You can talk about all the other stuff. I think he's going back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, so I got him as one of my honorable mentions because obviously what he did last year huge um and he could totally do it again he could repeat that production so we could see tj watt do that and another one of my honorable mentions i have is micah parsons um he could have won it last year i mean he was really good last year as well as a rookie so um i got those two guys but (laughs) my pick for defensive player of the year this season i feel like not a lot of people are talking about him but this man is an absolute beast. Give me Nick Bosa for Defensive Player of the Year this season. I know I'm a Niner fan. People are going to come at me. It's only because you're a Niner fan. Whatever. Nick Bosa is an absolute dog out there. Makes a difference every single play. Applies pressure every single play. All the doubles they throw at him. And he gets, I swear that man gets held half the time. It's absolutely ridiculous. But from what I see from this guy, he is he's just an absolute beast out there. Like I said, every play, he's applying pressure to the quarterback and the offensive line. They don't know what to do with him. Um, And I think especially if the Niners have a really good season this year, that'll kind of get a lot of people will be looking at him a little bit more and that could get his name out there even more. So um, I'm going to go with Nick Bosa this year, although there are a lot of candidates. Like I said, Michael Parsons and TJ Watt are definitely they could definitely both get it. Um, There's other guys obviously out there, too. But um, those are my three. But Nick Bosa, I want to I think I'm going to see Nick Bosa uh, get that defensive player of the year now this season. You got anything else to add for a defensive player? Uh, no, no. I'm I'm really adamant on TJ Watt. I think he'll really go back to back. Nick Bosa is a good pick too. I like that. I I agree with a lot of people. Just like I feel like kind of people just like forgot about him. Yeah, they kind of just brush over him. I don't get it, <laughs> but I hope he gets our respect this season. That'll be really cool. All right, offensive player of the year. This is a good one too. Um. So I got two honorable mentions and my pick. So who do you got? What do what do we hear from you? 
Uh, I don't know what people are going to think about this, but I got James Winston winning it. Uh, I think he's coming into a really good Saints <laughs> offense. His offensive line is good. People are like, oh, my gosh, they have a rookie tackle. Shut up. He's going to be good. The offensive line is going to be all right. Michael <laughs> Thomas is coming back. He's running routes. He looks good. He looks healthy. You got Chris Olave. You have Jarvis Landry. Kamara is not going to get suspended, so you have him out of the backfield. Jameis Winston is set up for a very, very productive season, and honestly, he could be a dark horse MVP. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, that's, that is spicy, man. Um, I, I wasn't expecting Jameis Winston to come out of your mouth. Uh, um, that was one of the names I didn't think was going to happen. I like the analysis. I like uh, your reasoning. I don't really see that happening. Um, I think that's that's a little bit of a reach um, just for him to outperform all these other guys and get this nod. Um, but I don't I mean, I like it. You know, I like you coming on here with the hot take, um, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so I had two honorable mentions. First off, I got Jonathan Taylor. He's an absolute beast. He now he's got a quarterback, um, a good quarterback. He'll look even better. Great offensive line. Um, not much to say. He had an amazing year last year. And I got Devontae Adams up as an honorable mention as well, just because I'm very high on the Raiders offense this season. Um, I think he's going to produce like crazy. He's the best receiver in the league and him and Derek Carr are going to have that connection. But my winner for offensive player of the year this season is the second best wide receiver in the NFL. And that's Justin Jefferson. Um, I think he's going to be an absolute baller this year. I feel like that's a pretty popular pick this season. Um, but I, right at the beginning of last year, I was like, dude, this guy's going to win offensive player next year. I mean, he's an absolute stud. Um, I think he's the second best receiver in the NFL right now, just behind Devontae Adams. That could change, though. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins, not that bad of a quarterback. He's just he's wishy-washy sometimes. But Justin Jefferson, one of the best. He's just very good at everything when it comes to being a wide receiver. So he's putting up monster numbers. He put up monster numbers in his rookie season. And even last year, he did really well. So I think this Vikings team will actually be surprisingly really good this year. But I think Justin Jefferson takes home offensive player of the year. Um, but so I was going to ask, I don't know how often a quarterback will win um, offensive player of the year. I know Patrick Mahomes won it like three years ago, but that's a bold take, man. Jamie Swinson winning that offensive player of the year. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, I mean, that. I really like what he's got going on in, in uh, down in New Orleans. Uh, I like your pick too, and I like your point that there are a lot of players, a lot of talented players in the league right now that can really just pop off and get that offensive player of the year. But I don't know. I wanted to come on here with a little spicy take, like you said. Jameis like Winston, it. man, I, I think he's got what it takes. I like it. No, I like that, dude. And, I mean, I, I like I, – well, I will say, I don't know. Have you seen that video where he's, like, eating the W? I, I love that video. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I absolutely hate that video. I can't stand it. for It just rubs me the wrong way. Um, But it just uh, – every time I th hear his name, that's what I think of. It, like, tainted his name for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Jameis Winston's a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, I think. Um, you know, he could throw the ball sometimes. Sometimes he gets a little too crazy, um, but he's got weapons, especially with Michael Thomas coming back. Alvin Kamara, hopefully, well, I don't know if he's getting suspended, but for their offense, they probably hope he doesn't. Um, so not an awful pick. I mean, that would be, if that happens, holy, that would be crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I'll give you so much credit if that happens. Um, that would be awesome. But anything else to add? You got anything else to add? Um, no, not really. I mean, no, nah, no, nah, I don't. I don't. 
Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, let's go to the big one. Uh, <laughs> the big award everyone talks about. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers won it the past two seasons. Normally goes to a quarterback unless there's a position, a different position player or skill position player who has an incredible year. So, Finn, who do you got winning the MVP next season? Or if you have any honorable mentions, you can say those first. You're cool. Um, I have one honorable mention and then kind of a dark horse again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like I like Aaron Rodgers almost like almost winning MVP again. I yeah. mean, if he went back to back to back, that'd be crazy. Um, he definitely has the talent to do that. Uh, the dark horse I have is Matt Ryan. Uh. He is going to have a top 10 defense, and every time he's had a top 10 defense, he's went 13-3. and three. Uh, He's mm-hmm. going to have a good offensive line. There's not a lot of weapons there, and I feel like that's what a lot of people are going to talk about. But Matt Ryan can do what uh, Matt Ryan does, and I feel like he'll, be, he'll, he'll have a good season. But who I think is going to win the MVP this season right now, in my opinion, is Joe Burrow. Oh. With an improved offensive line. And again, he has Jamar Chase, one of the best receivers in the league. T. Higgins, who's forming into a very good receiver. You still have Tyler Boyd as well. Mixing out of the backfield, you can catch passes. They're a very, very uh, high-powered offense. And I feel like that'll help Joe Burrow win the MVP. They're going to have a good record. And yeah. Yeah, they are a very high-powered offense. And that wide receiver room is one of the best in the in the whole NFL um, and all their biggest hole last season was just a offensive line. They didn't really have an offensive line. Burrow's getting sacked all the time, but they improved that. They did what they can to buff that offensive line this season. And yeah, they did. And so that'll, I mean, Joe Burrow will probably look even better this season. So that's definitely not a bad pick at all. That's a good one. Um, I could definitely see that happening. Aaron Rodgers getting it again. That could also happen. I mean, he's a total beast. You know, he's just so good uh, back to back. It's tough to see someone getting it three times in a row, but as a, you know, as another option, yeah, he could totally get it. He's so good. Um, Matt Ryan is interesting because uh, I, I like to root for the Colts because I, I, I'm a big John Taylor guy. So I'm totally rooting for Matt Ryan. And I think he's actually exactly what they needed. Um, I mean, obviously any team would kill for like a top 10 quarterback, but he's what they needed. Carson Wentz was not that guy. Um, and you know, they have a very good defense and a solid offensive line. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Um, so they have a solid team. They needed a quarterback that can get the job done. Um, and that's what Matt Ryan does. So, I mean, with talent around him everywhere, we could see Matt Ryan have a very good season. I do think the Colts are going to very easily win the AFC South, too. Um, so, yeah, Matt Ryan's going to get some recognition this year. Heck, yeah. All right. I got three guys. Listen, one, two, three. Uh, I hinted at my my number one last week. Um, but my number three guy I think is going to come in third place is Justin Herbert. Um, you know, that offense is even better now. I mean, that whole team is even better. They buffed their defense, but now their offense is even better too. And uh, he's just so good. I watch him play, and I'm, I just wish the Niners had him. Uh, but, you know, uh, he's just – he's so good. He's, he can do everything. Uh, though his long balls are crazy. He's got such a good arm. He's accurate. Seems like a very good leader, so – Justin Herbert, I got three because I think they're going to have a very good season. I think they're going to finish second in the AFC West. Um, my number two is from the guy I think is going to have the best record in the AFC, and that's Josh Allen. Um, I think the Bills are going to probably win the AFC, um, at least by the end of the regular season. I think they're going to have the best record. Um, 
they're probably the best team in the league. I think they're really good. They're probably my Super Bowl pick as well. Um, Josh Allen's just so good again at everything. Um, he's got the weapons that he needs. Um, just super good. We all know that. But number one, <laughs> you know, everybody knows at this point. I talk about it a lot now. Derek Carr is going to win the MVP this season. I firmly believe it. Um, he is my pick. I stand by that and I'll stand by it when the season's over, when they give him the award, because I know what's going to happen. Derek Carr gets criminally underrated all the time. And I think that um, with the offense he has right now, because he's already has an amazing, he already had an amazing offense uh, with Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro and these guys, but adding the best receiver in the NFL, that just, that does you wonders. You're going to be, your offense is going to be elevated so much more. And on top of it, those two guys were like really good friends They're They are really good friends. They played together in college. Um, so I could see that chemistry already being there and them just building off of that um, gives them another option to pass to uh, best receiver in the NFL. Nobody's better than him as of this moment. And Derek Carr just doesn't get that respect anyways. I don't think, I mean, I think last season we saw Derek Carr bring that, bring that Raiders team to the playoffs. He like willed him in there with all those situations going on with those guys. Uh, John Gruden, Henry Ruggs, they had a lot going on last year. And Derek Carr got him one like their last four games, beat the Chargers in a thriller in the last week of the season, ended up winning, uh, getting to the playoffs, almost beating the Bengals, didn't quite do it. But <clears throat> Derek Carr doesn't get that respect. I think he needs to. And I honestly think he's going to win the MVP this season. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I do agree a lot that Derek Carr is definitely underrated. Um, but that's, wow, I mean, like we were talking about earlier, there's a lot of talent in the league. So it's kind of hard to pick all these, like, awards and stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, wow. It, it's it's tough. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's so many quarterbacks. I mean, it's like Joe Burrow could win it. Tom Brady could easily win it. Um, There's so many guys so many quarterbacks that could win it. Pat didn't even mention Patrick Mahomes, and obviously he could win it too. There's so many guys that could win it, but um, I'm gonna go with Derek Carr this year. I think I think another piece of it is like the surprise factor that not a lot of people are gonna be sitting here expecting it. But when he comes out, balls out, wins the AFC West over in this is the best division in the league, he's gonna win that division, and everyone's gonna be like, Wow, this guy's actually really good. Like, yeah, he's that he's that guy with the uh, Devontae Adams out there. So I see Derek Carr taking the MVP award home, but I do think it's going to be like a three-man race all year. I think it's between Derek Carr, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. I think those guys are going to be fighting all year, but Derek Carr is going to edge him out. He's going to do it. I know. I just know it, dude. So I like the confidence. <laughs> I like it too. Derek Carr, book it. Um. Anyways, man. Oh, comeback player of the year. I forgot about comeback player of the year. I totally blanked on that. Um. So if that's all we have for MVP, What's your comeback player of the year looking like? Uh, for comeback player of the year, I have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, people like to say he's injury prone and all that, which I kind of understand. A lot of his injuries have just been minor. He, uh, I think, fractured his thumb or something like that. But they're just saving him. They're saving him. They don't want to injure him further, obviously. Uh, I think he's going to have a really good season next year. He's going to be the vocal point of the offense. Not a lot of talent on that offense. I mean, Baker and DJ Moore are there. DJ Moore's all right. You know, Baker is what Baker is right now. I think Christian McCaffrey's going to get a lot of touches, and he'll have a really good year. 
Yeah, comeback player of the year this season is kind of a tough one. Christian McCaffrey is a good pick because he was injured last season. Um, another good pick is Derrick Henry because he was injured for the latter half of the season last year. But so comeback player of the year, I was looking it up and, you know, they gave it to the guy who either was missed last season because he was injured or had poor performance last season and played better the next year. Um, and I'm going to take that approach and I'm going to pick the guy who actually plays right next to Christian McCaffrey. And I'm, I think I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield here. Um, I think we could see a very good season from Baker Mayfield. Um, now I'm not saying Carolina is going to be a great team because I don't think they are. Um, they might get last in that division, probably third. Sorry. I think your Falcons will probably get last, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think we could see with, with the weapons that he's got with DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. I know he didn't do much with the Browns, but I think in the right situation, Baker Mayfield can be a very solid quarterback and we might be able to see that this season in Carolina. So assuming he wins out that starting job over Sam Darnold, which I think he will because he's better than Sam Darnold. Um, we could see Baker Mayfield win. It's kind of a dark horse as well. Um, but, you know, I think your main guys are Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. But, you know, I think we could see Baker Mayfield take this award home. I think that'd be pretty cool, too. So that'd be like really out of the blue, especially like like you said, like Derrick Henry. And yeah. McCaffrey. I don't know. That's wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it'll likely be one of those two, but I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. I think, I think that would be, that would be cool. I, I'd like to see, I'm not a big Baker Mayfield fan because he's got too many commercials. Um, but I, uh, Shut up, I think it'd be, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to see him, uh, take that award home. I don't know. Proof some people are wrong. So anyways, that's what we got. Those are award predictions. Do you have anything else to add for any of those awards? Uh, I really like how we both just picked like not like not any of the safe options. Like we kind of were just kind of out there with a lot of our picks, which I really yeah. like. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, definitely makes it more interesting. And I mean, how often is it the safe option? I mean, everyone thinks it's gonna be the safe option. Like, oh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. It's not always gonna be Patrick Mahomes. It's just gonna be different guys. You got to think outside the box because seasons. You know, NFL seasons in all sports, they're just they're they're different. Things happen, you know. So it's not always gonna be that that, you know, number one guy. Um, but yeah, that was fun. So those are our award predictions. And now we're gonna get into our top 10 quarterback wide receiver duos. And I'm actually really stoked for this. I thought of this last night and I was so stoked to tell Finn because I was like, I think this is a really sick idea. Um I had trouble making my list, dude. I I made my list and I was flip-flopping. I'm still flip-flopping. I'm looking at it right now on this piece of paper. And I'm like, maybe I should have switched these guys. Um, so that shows that these all, most of these guys are very, very close to each other. It's all interchangeable. Um, but I'm excited to get into it. So you want to start? Should we go from one to 10? Yeah, we'll, we'll start. We can start at number one. Um, I'll let you go first, guest. Uh, so, number one quarterback wide receiver duo in the league right now. Who do you got? My number one quarterback wide receiver <laughs> duo is Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. <laughs> I think that they're both very – like, it's only their first year, and they both put up extremely good numbers. Uh, Chase is one of the best jump ball receivers in the league, if not the best. Uh, Joe Burrow is – a. Uh, I don't know if I'd call him top five quarterback, but he's definitely top 10. Uh, he's got pocket presence. He's got a rocket arm. Um, I don't know. That connection, that chemistry that they have is unmatched. Yeah. 
um there's like the top six duos i think could all be number one like it's very close um but that's a yeah that that's a good pick um those guys balled out last year making the super bowl so hopefully we can see that again my number one is i got josh allen and stefan diggs um at number one again i think i think josh allen is the right now the third best quarterback in the league um or i talked about him during my mvp talk but obviously really good stefan diggs top five wide receiver probably um those two are really good together and i think this is their year to this will be their year this is their window to make that big run so we might see that two very talented guys um so yeah i got them at number one i uh i actually have them at two two i mean yeah. Like we were talking about, these all these duos are just so interchangeable. I've know, switched my my top three so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, me too. I've been flip flopping, uh, but my top two, my number two is I got Tom Brady and Mike Evans. Um, those two guys have like a connection that is, I don't, I don't see it that often. Like I feel like those two guys were meant to play together. Um, Tom Brady's obviously the goat. He plays so well, so late in his career. Mike Evans is just a magnet for the ball, and he's got he's great at everything. Um, those guys are gonna put up numbers this season, um, in a weak division, and with a couple guys out. I mean, Chris Godwin won't be there for the first couple weeks. Julio, Julio's old. Um, I think he'll be fine, but I think Mike Evans is gonna is just gonna see so much production this year. Um, so him and Tom Brady, I got a number two. Yeah, I like that pick. They're a little further down my list. I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of more uh, better talent than Mike Evans. Fair. But I do like that pick. Yeah, fair. All right, three. Uh, At three, I have Stafford and Cup. Uh, Cooper Cup just put up one of the best wide receiver seasons of all time. Um, Like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, it's – it was only their first season together. So there's more of that to come. Um, yeah. I mean, that's really all, uh, all you need to say about them. Yeah. I got them at three as well. Uh, I don't got to say much. Cooper Cup just had a historic season. They won the Super Bowl together. Um, I feel like Matthew Stafford is actually coming a little bit underrated right now, but um, those two guys are great. Cooper Cup insane season. I don't think he'll produce the exact same this year. That would be nuts. Uh, I don't think it'll be like that. He's not going to replicate it, but he's going to have another good year. Um, so, yeah, I got those two at number three. Let's hear your number four. <laughs> for four, and I think he might have the same as me. I have Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. Uh, they've already played together in Fresno, so they already have some kind of chemistry and connection. Adams is, like Zach said, the best receiver in the league. I think it's someone else, but Adams is the best route runner in the league. Uh, Carr. Also, as Zach said, is a really underrated quarterback, in my opinion. And I think this Duro, even though they haven't played in the NFL together, they're going to absolutely destroy defenses. Yeah, they're going to tear it up, dude. Those guys, I mean, they have that chemistry from college. I know that's not going to perfectly translate over. But to just build off that, most of you guys are going to play really well together in a very good offense. So Devontae Adams, insane route runner. Being alongside Hunter Renfro even helps him out, too, because Hunter Renfro is another really good route runner. Um, but you said Devontae Adams isn't the best wide receiver in the league. Who yes. do you think is? Cooper Cup. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if we're going off production of last season, sure, but no, I don't think he's the most skilled wide receiver in the league right now. Um, you think Devontae Adams is two? 
he could be. He could yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of talent at wide receiver. There Same is. thing with like for fantasy too. There's so there's so many good receivers, so many young players in the league right now. Oh yeah. There's a lot, man. Everywhere. NFL's loaded with talent everywhere. So it's fun to watch. All right. Rounding out my top five or your top five. Because I have Derek Carr and Devontae Adams too. I forgot okay. to say that. Um, yeah, I have them too at number four. Um, yeah, I don't have to say much. We already talked about them a lot. Really good MVP year from Derek Carr. They might be able to move up all the way to number one. Who knows? Um, I genuinely think that could totally happen. So, uh, yeah, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. All right, number five. Who's rounding out your top five? Uh, at five, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Kirk is... I don't know. I feel like we're talking about a lot of underrated players. He's one of them. He is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. He throws a lot of touchdowns and doesn't really throw a lot of interceptions. Uh, Justin Jefferson is one of the, like I said earlier, one of the many very talented wide receivers in the league right now. Uh, going into this year with like a new offensive coordinator who's going to scheme to throw the ball a lot, I think he's primed to have a really good season. Yeah, I think Kirk. I think Kirk's underrated as well. Um, a lot of people act like he's trash, which he's definitely not. He's just outside that top 10, um, you know, probably around 12 or 13 or something, maybe even 11. I have to make my list again. But, uh, yeah, no, Kirk is underrated. Justin Jefferson, in my opinion, is the second best wide receiver in the league. He's an absolute beast. So um, that's a good pick. I do not have them at five, though. At number five, I have Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen a lot. I think Keenan Allen's super sick. Um and I feel like he doesn't get talked about a lot, um, but he he's really good. Justin Herbert, I'm very high on like pretty much everybody in, in the world is because he is he's a stud, um, really good at everything. The deep ball is insane. Um, and with this team now, I think I think with this offense, uh, they're going to they're going to get a lot of recognition. They're going to get a lot of production out of that guy. And um, I saw somebody I actually saw somebody argue that Mike Evans is or Mike uh, Williams is the wide receiver one there. Which do you think that because no, no, I don't, but I saw that too. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's a wide receiver. I think he can be a wide receiver one somewhere. He's really good, but no, not there. It's Keenan Allen. Um, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert are going to be are really good together and are going to continue to be really good together. Um, in the best uniforms in the league, by the way, those uniforms are fire, but <clears throat> I got them rounding out my top five. Let's hear it. number six. At six, I have Tom Brady and Mike Evans, uh, the most consistent duo on the list. Mike yeah, Evans has true. never had a year under a thousand yards receiving, which is pretty crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. Brady is the goat. I mean, that's really all you have to say. He's gonna throw. He's gonna throw a whole bunch of passing yards. He's gonna throw touchdowns. He's gonna be consistent. Yeah, and I like how you said they're the most consistent duo in the league because I believe that as well. Um, they're both very consistent. Tom Brady, it seems like every week he doesn't really have a down week. Like I've like you you get guys in the NFL who they'll go through like a two game, three game, or just one game slump, and they'll be like, ooh, like what's going on? I feel like you don't get that from Tom Brady. He's just consistently putting up good numbers. Um, and Mike Evans, like you said, never a season under a thousand a thousand receiving yards is unreal. So those two together. That's why they were very high on my list. But yeah, six. All like we said, all these guys are interchangeable. Uh, but my number six, I have J uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Um, big season last year, Super Bowl. 
Um, obviously they played really well. Jamar Chase, one of the best rookie seasons from a wide receiver we've seen. And again, these guys can easily jump up, um, just jump up this list at any point in time. Um, I do think that Joe Burrow is probably the worst quarterback that I've said so far besides Derek Carr, but Derek Carr is Devontae Adams, who I think is decently better than Jamar Chase. So that's why I have them up there. Um, but Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase could definitely jump up um, anywhere. Like we said, I mean, it's unreal how stacked it is. So um, they could jump up, but I got them at number six. Yeah, I kind of forgot you didn't say Burrow or Chase. That's a little surprising out of the top five. Yeah, right there, number six. Uh, yeah, dude, like I said, I don't know if I think Burrow's probably the worst quarterback that I said besides Car- Car's got Devontae. So, uh, but th- again, something anything acceptable. every time. They could jump up. <laughs> Anybody could jump up. It's unreal. I had these guys at four earlier. I've been mixing them all day. I and I finally came to this conclusion that I'm sticking with. So, which will probably change tomorrow, but that's what I got. Number seven. At seven, I have Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. Herbert is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, uh, along with Keenan Allen, who's another really consistent player. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like he's uh, he's getting a little little bit old. I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like. Maybe he won't have as good as a season as he's as he's had in his past couple seasons. Yeah, he maybe, but I think he's still gonna be fine. I think he's still gonna put up the same type of numbers. Um having him at seven's fine. Yeah, I had him at five. My seven is Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. You had them at five, right? <laughs> yeah. Um we talked about them. Justin Jefferson, in my opinion, second best receiver in the league. Kirk Cousins, a little bit underrated, falls probably around twelve or thirteen uh, in terms of quarterbacks. Um it's funny because I was making my list and I forgot about those two and I made my top 10 and then I was like, Oh my gosh, I, I was going through the list of wide receivers. And I was like, just Jefferson. I didn't even have him on the list. So I had to make room bump somebody out. But um, <clears throat> yeah, those guys are really good. Again, Kirk cousins. Um, he could, he could be really good. He could be kind of odd sometimes. So he's just, He's a little inconsistent, which makes him worse than all these other guys. But Justin Jefferson is so good that elevates him on this list. So got him at seven. Now it gets tricky for me, dude. Not that it wasn't tricky, like up top. But now I feel now I'm like super. It's tricky now. It's very tricky. So number eight. Um, This duo right now could be way, way better than they are. Uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, both really talented players. DeAndre Hopkins is a top five receiver in the league if he's healthy and if he actually plays. Uh, along with Kyler being consistent or somewhat consistent, uh, makes them a top 10 duo. Yeah. I thought you were going to say who I had at eight with that like introduction, introductory analysis. But so my number eight this is a tough one. I don't really know what to do because I got Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper. And I think a lot of people for some reason are saying that Amari Cooper fell off. And I don't know why. I don't think it may not be as good as he was, but I still think he's got some of the best hands in the entire league. Um, he's a perfectly fine route runner. And um, if Deshaun Watson plays like he used to, which he will, they could even be higher. So I think these two together are going to be really good. Um 
But again, it's tough to rank them because I don't really know. Deshaun Watson's suspension's at six games right now. Apparently, he said he'd be fine with eight, but they might go to a full year. So I have no idea if he'd be, if he's even going to play. But let's just say they play next year. I got him at eight. Yeah, nine. Yeah. I'll save some time. My nine is Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins as well. Um, they could, well, not as well, but I have them. Uh, <laughs> they're at nine for me. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, beast. you said it all. Kyler Murray, I think one of his biggest problems is just inconsistency. And if he can kind of pick that up, then they'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, who's your nine? At nine for me, I have Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb. Um, they could really move up this list a lot. CD Lamb is going to have a lot of targets uh, in the first couple of weeks, which is really going to raise his stock as a wide receiver and hype, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't know, that's really all I have to say. Dak is a very, is a, is a talented, well, not a very talented quarterback, but he's a talented quarterback and can lead your team to the playoffs. Uh, CD, although like there's a lot of like, I wouldn't say if it's like, it's not like a whole bunch of hype, but there's some hype around him. I still think he's a little unproven. And throughout these first couple of weeks, we'll know if he's going to be a really good wide receiver or not. Yeah. Um, especially without Amari Cooper. Um, you know, he's going to have a lot more opportunity. And Dak always seems to, Dak is good. He just, he always seems to throw for a lot of yards. Um, so I think this is going to be a big part of CD Lamb's game. And uh, we'll see. I have them at 10. They're my number 10. So um, you covered it. You know, Dak is just kind of that guy who he can lead you to the playoffs. I'm not sure he can get it done in the Super Bowl, um, two and done in the Super Bowl. But um, he's good. CD Lamb is good. Uh I think without Amari Cooper, like I said, he'll have a lot of opportunity. But they're my number 10. So, your number 10. Uh, my is... 10 is Watson and Cooper. Uh, okay. The reason I have them, it, they could be higher, like everyone else on this list, I guess, is Watson might not even play this year. Yeah. And Cooper, Cooper didn't even have 1,000 yards receiving last year, which is understandable. He was hurt. Uh, I like, I like how you talked about how people are like kind of saying he's like not as good as he was. He is getting a little older. Um, I don't know. I just have him at 10 right now. Cooper's an amazing route runner. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like all these other guys are, have better talent. Yeah. I mean, they're a tough duo to rank. I didn't even know where to put, it. I didn't even know if I was going to include him. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. They haven't played together. Cooper may not be as good as most of the wide receivers on this list. He's still really good. He may not be as good as most of them. And who knows when Deshaun Watson is going to play. So it's a tough – they're a tough duo to rank. Um, Because, yeah, who knows if he's even going to play this season. Um, He might not. So I – did you – and did you, like, have any other duos that you just left off that you wrote down or anything? Um, I was going to write, like, maybe – Maybe a uh, Russ and either Cortland or yeah. Judy. Yeah. But I don't know. They haven't really played together, so I I don't really know. Yeah, I have them at I I went eleven and twelve, and uh, my twelve was Russ and Sutton or Judy. I put a slash because I don't know who's going to be the wide receiver one. I'm assuming it's going to be Cortland Sutton, but could be either of them. Um, yeah, they're they don't really hold a candle to any of the other uh wide receivers that are on this list. So I didn't really include them. 
But my number 11 is Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. Um, they, I'm, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. There's a lot of question, like a lot of people question Jalen Hurts. Um, they don't really know if he's that guy, if he could bring a team, if he could lead a team. Um, but I like him a lot. I think he's going to be really good next year. Um, I think the Eagles are going to be really good. And adding AJ Brown was huge for them. That was a really good trade. Um, that was like a perfect trade. I really liked that for them. So I think they're going to prove to be a top quarterback wide receiver duo in the league. I have them sitting at 11. Um, and if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, they'd be number 10. So that's my list. That is your list. Um, anything, any big, uh, so you had, you had Burrow and Chase at one, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had, uh, Brady and Evans at six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, those are two things that we, um, were like opposite on. Cause I had, I had Burrow and Chase at six and Brady and Evans at two. Um, like we were talking about earlier, these, you could, this is like the AFC West. Like you could just list it in any way you want it and it'll be a valid opinion. Um, you know, I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase totally could jump up to even number one, um, especially from what we've seen last year to the Super Bowl. Those two guys had chemistry like crazy. So we could totally see that happen. Um, but I do think Josh Allen's Fondigs are the most talented duo in the league right now. Um, and this is their year just to add on to it. So we'll see. We yeah. shall see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Josh Allen is just, I don't know. I think, like, if I had to pick someone else for MVP, too, who's just, like, the safe pick, Josh Allen, for sure. Yeah. Most complete quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the safe option for MVP. Definitely most one of the most complete quarterbacks. Um, One duo I didn't put on the list that could be on this list Um, at some point. I was thinking about it, dude, because I was making my list – and I was like, you know, these two guys, they could be on here. I think I think I know who you're talking about. And I almost put them at 10. Really? Almost. And I was like, they haven't even played together yet. I know. They haven't. That's why I left them off. That's why I left them off. Trey Lance and Debo Samuel. Um, From the looks of it in training camp, Brandon Ayuk's been a dog too. So who knows how that's going to look. But no, Trey Lance and Debo Samuel. Um, I was, they were totally floating in my mind. It was like, I had like an angel on my shoulder and a devil. Like they were like back and forth in my head, dude. I was like thinking about them the whole time. Where should I put them? Where should I put them? But no, I love my bias out of it. They're not there yet. They haven't played together. They could be top 10, um, by the end of this season because, you know, Debo's a top, arguably top five wide receiver in the league right now. And Trey Lance, if he plays above average, I mean you know, what he can do, those two guys can do. So <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know where to put them. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave them off. I'm not going to put them in there yet. Um, I'm so excited to watch those two guys play, though. Um, I'm just excited to watch football in general. I think that's what you were going to say, too. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't wait. Um, I was about to say we got football coming up. I think it's September 8th is the first um, game. That's Bills-Rams. That's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um off the got? dome, off the dome. I was gonna say prediction for that game. Give me, give me your winner and give me a hot take. I'll go first since I let you think about it. My winner, give me the Bills to win the game. Hot take: Josh Allen comes out the gates firing. He throws four hundred yards. 
That's like exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's literally exactly four hundred yards. Yeah, he's he's gonna go off. Cooper Cup could just oh my gosh! Imagine Cooper Cup first game of the season, two hundred yards receiving. Dude, imagine, dude, he just has against, another insane against year the, against the number one defense last year. That I think great. I think if I think if Cooper Cup replicates what he did last season, you have to put him at number one. Um, yeah. wide receiver because I still think Devontae is the most skilled receiver right now. But if Cooper Cup does it two years in a row, dude, you can't argue. No one's doing that. Yeah. Last uh-huh. year was nuts. So I'd put him at number one if he did that. I don't think he's gonna do that though. Okay, that so be- just for just for fun, top five wide receivers, just off the dome. Okay, off the dome. Top five wide receivers. My number one is Devontae. Number two is Justin Jefferson. Number three, I think I'll go Cooper Cup. Um, number four, I want to go Stephon Diggs. Um, and number five, it's just tough for me because I think as if I'm going strictly off of value, I would put Debo at five. But I don't think he's as good as a of a wide receiver. He's not nearly as good of a wide receiver as any of these guys, in my opinion. Um, I think these guys are all just better than him. But when you add his value with this whole wide back thing, I think that's what makes him a lot better. Um, I'm not going to put him at five. I'm going to put. I'm going to put. I'm going to put Mike Evans at five. Whoa. I'm going to put Mike Evans at five. And oh, well, DeAndre Hopkins, too. I didn't think about DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I might put, okay. I think I'm going to put DeAndre Hopkins. I just don't know. DeAndre Hopkins is such a question mark too right now. No, no, no. Screw it, dude. I'm sticking with Mike Evans. Give me Mike Evans at five. I might go D hop six, Jamar seven. That's what I'm doing. I like Mike Evans. Okay. Well, I got cup at one Adams. I think him and him and cup. It's one a one B Justin Jefferson. I think I'll go Hopkins at four. Um, I'm forgetting someone. Diggs at five. Yeah. Chase at six for sure. Yeah. And Evans. Evans? <laughs> ah, dude, I don't. I've never been a big fan of Mike Evans. Um. Uh, yeah, I think I think I could just leave it at six. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of good receivers. It's tough. Um, and I was going to just add something to that. But I'm not remembering what I was going to add. Um, but one thing I was going to say was we actually have a decent amount of time. So I was going to bring up the thing that we were talking about earlier from worst to first. Um, so. Every it was, I think it was in the last 19 seasons, 17 times a team went from worst to first in their division. Um, and do you think that could happen this year? And the teams that were worst in their division last year, I'm pretty sure the Jets, the Broncos, the Ravens, the Jags, Giants. Seahawks, Lions, Panthers. Uh, teams that stick out to me, obviously the Broncos, um, mm. but also the Ravens. 
Yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think those two teams really stick out. Yeah. Who's in, who's in Jacksonville's division? Is it, uh, the Colts division? Colts and Titans. Uh, oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think it's uh, mostly Broncos and Ravens. Those two can both do it. The Broncos, that division can go either way. I don't. I think the Broncos are still going to get last, but I'm not going to be surprised if they win the division. Um, the Ravens, again, I don't think the Ravens are going to win the division. Um, I think they're going to get third, but they can. They totally can, especially with Deshaun Watson. Um, if he gets suspended for a long time, so Ravens can do it. Yeah, the, I, <laughs> I, I don't think they'll be a team. I don't think they'll be a team. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. You can pretty much eliminate the Jets because they're not going to overtake the Bills. Um, you could eliminate the Jags because I just don't think they're going to be better than the Colts or even the Titans. The Giants, they're trash. They're not going to be better than the Cowboys or Eagles. Definitely not Seattle. They're not even close to any of the other teams in the division. Um, not Carolina. They're not going to be better than Tampa. And Detroit. They're not gonna be better than Green Bay, which I actually I'm actually a little higher on Detroit than a lot of people. I like uh, what Detroit's doing right now. Obviously, they're gonna be better in the future than just this season alone. But you know, Dan Campbell and those guys, I like that team a lot. But no, they're they're not gonna <laughs> not gonna beat the the they're not gonna be better than the Packers and the Vikings. Um, so yeah, just the Broncos and the Ravens pretty much have a legitimate shot at it, but I don't think it happens. No, I I agree with that. But there's always a surprise team, I feel like. So, you know, maybe there'll be one surprise. I mean, yeah, who expected the Bengals to do what they did last year, you know? So there were people saying this right now, like, oh, no, Bengals, no, they suck. Two two wins, two wins max. And they came if out like, and went to the Super Bowl. If anything, I feel like if there's a team that's going to be like the Bengals, it, it'd be the Jets. Even with like Zach Zach Wilson's hurt, I don't know how long. I I just read that he had like it was like a successful surgery, but I don't know how long he's gonna be out for. Yeah, I heard like two to four weeks, and he may miss uh, week one. There, um, I would like almost put him in the same boat as the Lions, where like they're the Lions have a lot of like just like question mark guys. Not like they're bad or anything. It's just like I need to see more out of them. Like yeah. there's Elijah Moore on that team, Zach Wilson. Obviously, we need to see more of. Yeah. They got Bryce, not Bryce Hall, <laughs> Brees Hall, uh, hmm. rookie running back who's a. Yeah. I I think it was like a workload work uh workhorse running back. So. Yeah. Along with that, and they had another running back. I forget his name, but he was I think he was injured or something. But there's a lot of like, I, I I'm not sure. I feel like the Jets maybe have the best chance because with the Ravens, I think they'll finish third too, maybe. Um, the Steelers are really underrated right now, in my opinion, dude. They're like, oh my gosh, they have such a bad quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. They still have the same defense from last year. The Steelers' yeah. defense is really good, and they, yeah. it only got better. They got Miles Jack, who is the underrated player. Uh, obviously, the Bengals, they're going to they're gonna probably win that division. Yeah. Um. It's tough for the Jets. I mean, if we're talking division winning just because of the Bills, um, and they lost Mekhi Becton. I think he's out for the season, so that hurts for them. Um, yeah. But 
I think I think the best chance is Denver, um, and then Baltimore. Um, but I, yeah, I just yeah, none of those other teams are gonna do it. I want to. I keep like wanting to say Detroit, but uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Vikings offense is just too much for them, dude. So I don't, I don't see it happening. I'm not gonna I mean, happen. Jared Goff at quarterback. I was watching some videos, doing some research for like the top ten duos, seeing what other people said. One of the people said that <laughs> that uh, Jared Goff and a mod, uh, was it Saint Brown and him were a, were a top ten duo. They had him at nine. I was like, what? <laughs> Everyone else in the video was like, what? It's so, an awful take. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was really interesting. That's a horrible take. Um. <laughs> I actually like Jared Goff more than a lot of people. I see a lot of people put him like bottom five quarterback, which he's not near bottom five. I think he's around like 20. Um, and Amon St. Brown's dope too, but top top 10. <laughs> what? That was, that, that was really interesting to watch. I like, no. That. Yeah. That's not even close. So I don't know. Maybe like they could squeak into the top 15. I'm trying to think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think top 15 for sure. I'm trying to think of teams right now. I mean, where would you put Patrick Mahomes and Juju? Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about them. Like they <laughs> um, could but I still wouldn't up. put them in there. Um, I think they'd be like maybe – I think the highest they'd be on for me would – Wow, dude. I want to say 12 or 11. 12, 12 or 11. Forgot about them. <laughs> um, yeah, around there. Around there, maybe right above Russell Wilson and Sutton. So yeah, I'd have him at like twelve. Um, I wish Carson Wentz was a little bit better. Then I would definitely put him and Terry McLaurin up there. But Carson Wentz is straight trash, so that's not gonna happen. Um, same with Tua. If Tua was better, then him and Tyreek yeah, would be yeah. up there. That's what I was seeing a lot of. A lot of people were like, at ten, Tua and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Dude, I saw this stat today. OBJ has more 30-yard-plus touchdowns, like throwing touchdowns, than Tua. He has two, and Tua has one. That's heck of funny, dude. (laughs) Yeah, dude. This is is Tua's make-or-break season, dude. This is Tua's time just, you know, if he wants to be reliable, starting, consistent quarterback, he's got to do it this year, dude. He's got Tyreek. He's got Jalen Waddle. He's got to do it, man. So I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I I'm rooting for him too. I think he could he could probably do it. I mean, I remember watching him in the in the college football championship a couple of years ago, and me and my dad just losing it. Like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hopefully, he could turn it around uh, in the NFL because his NFL career has not been very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Well, you got anything else you want to add, my brother? Um. Covered a lot. Um, NFL season right around the corner. Fantasy season. Can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like talking about the Steelers, man. They're a really underrated team right now, I feel. Yeah, they are kind of underrated. Um, you know, I honest, I, I was saying in my last episode that I think they're pretty close with the Ravens. I think they can be better than them. Um, but they might be worse. I feel like they might get last in that division. Um, but no, that division's good. I mean, that's a really good division. They all might be above 500. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if Pittsburgh plays really well. So 
they're good. They're solid, dude. Good defense. Um, I think Kenny Pickett was pretty, pretty like NFL ready. Like he was, he's ready to get into a team right now. Um, Najee, you know, Najee's, yeah, you know, he's really good. Um, so yeah, no, dude, I'm with you, man. I mean, Pittsburgh's going to be good. They're going to be, they're going to be solid for sure. Um, Real fast, one of my more controversial takes that I had, I guess, on my last one was that the Niners were going to win the NFC West. Um, what do you think? For the NFC West? Yeah. I like that pick, too. Um, yeah. I, me, personally, I'm not a Niners fan, but I really think Trey Lance will work out. I think uh-huh. it'll be good. The hype's going to pay off. Yep. He'll, be good. He'll, he'll be a really good quarterback. Yeah, good pick, my friend. Um, he looked pretty solid in the preseason. I'm excited. Can't wait. Football season coming up. Um, there is games on the, the first games on Thursday, Bears and Seahawks. This is all preseason. Um, then a couple games Friday and a bunch of games Saturday and a couple on Sunday and Monday, I think. Um, I'm excited. Even though it's preseason and as bad as those games can be, they're still fun to watch for a little bit. So I can't wait. Football season, September 8th. Going to be fun. Fantasy coming up. We got me and Finn got our draft, our main draft coming up soon. Um, as far as I was going to talk about fantasy on this on this episode, but then I was like, I don't know, I might have to do it after we draft, dude, because I don't need, I don't want to give, give each away other any- ideas. Man. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> Maybe after. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, right on, dude. I appreciate you coming on again. Um, always a ton of fun, you know, going over the uh, award predictions and these top duos we got. Football season is going to be a blast. Um, but yeah, man, again, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. <clears throat> yes, sir. We'll have you on again soon, no doubt. Um, for everybody so listening out there, thank you a bunch. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, you can find us on social media. You can find me on Instagram at the nightshift.pod, on TikTok at the nightshift pod, and on Twitter at the nightshift two t's at the beginning, two t's at the end. Um, it's always a blast. If you're listening to this, you can find it anywhere. You could uh it would be much preferred if you leave a five-star rating. That would be very nice of you um and like it subscribe do whatever you can to help this thing grow and help it get bigger and bigger pause and uh yeah that's all i got for you guys uh thank you again tell all these people to listen to the pod it's gonna get very interesting now the football season's coming up it's gonna be a lot of fun so we have a lot of content pushing it out as much as we can so um definitely tell anybody tell your friends family uncles aunts anybody who is like sports if they don't like sports they could learn something from it anyways thank you guys for listening and that'll be it for me i'm out Peace.